guys, welcome to Save Continue Podcast, where every week we get together and talk about video games and video game related stuff. With me, as always, is Thomas Shelby. Hello. And Ryan Gravedigger Robinson. I think that's what you wanted me to say. What are you talking about? Rise from your Ryan, rise from your grave, Robinson. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, it's your boy. Rise from your grave, motherfuckers. I'm a werewolf. (laughs) 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 That's pretty good. Uh, I I don't know what that reference is. I just remember that grave was part of the thing. (laughs) It's from an old game called Altered Beast. That's pretty awful. <laughs> All right, I guess that makes the altered feast comment much yeah. funnier. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I assume that you laugh reacted it because you got the joke. Did I laugh react didn't... to it? Yeah, but you didn't Is that get the, the joke. joke. I just oh, I knew that it was shit. supposed to be one, and but you I didn't get it. it. <laughs> don't laugh react a joke you don't get. <laughs> well, you never laughed at something you didn't uh... get. Uh, I have to be polite. Sure, but like yeah. in person. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's fine. I thought your I face laughed, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, when I tell a joke that Tom doesn't care for, he'll like, he'll furl his brow like this, and I'll be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, I do Tom's do that. to be polite to you. <laughs> We're past that. Yeah, he didn't care about that. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't hit the 31-year mark, so I I still have to be polite and laugh at your jokes that I don't get. Yeah, 32 flavors. Sure. Baskin-Robbins? Yep. (laughs) I don't know how many flavors it is. Yeah. I think it's 32. Yeah. It's fine. Anyways, hey guys, what games have y'all been playing this week? Uh, I restarted The Phantom Pain. Cool. I guess we'll talk about that more in this episode, but I've also been playing Fall Guys, and uh, Berto's been playing that and trying try to get me into it. And yeah, you should do it. You know, I want to get it. I mean, it's it's kind of fun, right? Because like, I like Mario Party, but there's not always a party around for Mario Party. Sure, and this and solves that problem. Playing playing Mario know? Party with the computer is just sad. Right, and this solves that problem. Yeah. Uh, You're way I'm, less sad playing Fall Guys. I'm having fun with it. I have not come close to winning yet. No. But uh, it's fun. Uh, yeah, Brito has a group of people that he plays it with. And yeah. um, I just need to get a Windows 10 key. And I'm set. My computer's done. I mean, you can just play it on PlayStation 4 for free. Yeah. Oh, it's on there? Yeah. yeah. I'll yeah, probably do that then. launch as a PS Can Plus you crossplay? you have that? I don't think you can cross play. Yeah, it's a it's it's one of the PS Plus games this month, so But I've been having fun with it. I like it. Uh I got this little slushy costume. That's kinda cute. Right on. And uh I yeah, I can't win. But <laughs> it's it's still a lot of fun. Except I don't uh, like the matching game with the fruit. I haven't I haven't done that one. Because I get that one all the time. All the time. Yeah. I like I've the one where Bruno you have to yank the, the tail off, one. Though. Have you seen oh, the one where I've you yank off the one. tail? I like that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, I think that he has won before. At least somebody in his group has won before because of well, the it's cheering. Not a, it's not a team game. 
So. Well, like, but they play like together, like no, at the same it's time. No, that's not how it works. Okay. Do you know what Fall Guys is? Yes. All right. You know what Harvey yeah, is? Do you know what Friends are? Have you ever played with them <laughs> online in any game? Uh, but yeah, it's no, called Fall Guys, play. not Fall Friends. Uh, so. But yeah, but I've seen him get into the top five, and then I had to go do something. That's yeah, pretty well, cool. it's all about numero uno. Yeah. Getting that chicken Yeah, well, dinner. have you gotten the top five? No, never. No okay, de- then. No, devil. Yeah. <laughs> Don't shit yeah. on it. Uh, I've been liking that. And, uh, yeah, basically just Phantom Pain and that and a little bit of Nier. I've got two more trophies to clear up in Nier. Hell yeah, man. And then get that platinum? Yeah. Big old plat. What about you, Ryan? Okay, so uh, I played a lot of Infamous Second Son last week, and I uh-huh. got the platinum you... in that some bitch. Ooh, second platinum. Uh, you know, this year. Actually, it's my third this year. Oh fuck! Yeah. Uh, it's his second son this year, though. Sure. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, You're a father again. No holy one shit. shit. So this would be my second and a half go around with that game. And uh, I was, as uh, Tom asked me how what I thought about it, and you know, I told him uh, I still think Delson sucks a whole lot, uh, but um, overall. The game is fun. Augustine is a badass villain. I like her a lot. Um, yeah. It's the best written character in that game. Yeah, I'm told this hurts. Uh, but uh, yeah, the the game is uh, the game is pretty good, and I enjoyed going through it. And I would I would do it again um, if I I would do it again if I hadn't already completed a uh, a good guy playthrough. I had to do I had to play th- play it through as evil to get that trophy. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's. it's Did you have fun? Did you enjoy being evil? No, you know what? I was actually telling Kaylee that I really don't like being the bad guy in games like that. Uh, One of the cool. Well, that's what I was asking because I know that you normally don't, but I didn't know if like your walk on the dark side. uh, No, it just okay. So Delson as a good guy sucks. Delson as a bad guy sucks even more, and so it just it just really wasn't that fun for me playing it that way. But overall. It didn't take as long as I thought it would. And, Very brief. Yeah. Um, I did get a little frustrated near the end because uh, uh, mm-hmm. Augustine is a son of a bitch on Expert. But uh, overall, good time. First Light, I think, is a cooler game, though. But uh, but you don't have video power. Sure. Oh, that's true. Uh, <laughs> the whole time the whole time I was playing, every, every minute post getting video power, I, th- I heard the song in my head. Me too, dude. <laughs> and, but uh, yeah, overall, not a not a bad game. Uh, then I, uh, so we've I got I mentioned last week we've been doing this thing where we decide on like after we get the platinum in a game, we decide what are we gonna platinum next, and so now it's No Man's Sky. Uh, which is um, it's gonna be weird to platinum. Yeah, well, it's just like a lot of the, the platinums are all really straightforward, and there's nothing confusing about it. You don't have to do any like crazy things. It's just all of them are really <clears throat> like <clears throat> they all are contingent on getting to a certain point with different progressions. Like 
learning this many words in one alien language and traveling this distance and uh, so, time-consuming stuff yeah so nothing is like really difficult so far but um that's like diablo you know like diablo was an easy platinum just very time-consuming yeah um and that's it's mainly been i've been playing um i've been playing some street fighter and you know being pretty cool at that a few people caught these hands as it were <laughs> Um, Can we talk about Street Fighter real quick? I'm still since you brought it up. So that's yeah, absolutely. So uh, so like the news of the uh, new characters, like the new character announcements. Yeah, that makes me pretty excited. Mm-hmm. And like Akira being in the game, even though she's my favorite Rival Schools character, she's probably not the one I would pick for Street Fighter Five. Sure, but mm-hmm. I'm still Why super not? excited about it, just because her playstyle, like Rival Schools combat is so different from street fighter combat and there's so like that game is built off of air combos and there aren't really air combos in street fighter five you know uh i just think that there's characters with moves that would lend themselves better to street fighter like edge i think would have been really cool but uh i still think it's super cool that they're putting her in and acknowledging rival schools yeah um and they got oro and Rose, I did not expect Rose, but I kind of did just because of how many pros were into her with the last game. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, I held out like I had this weird hope for Crimson Viper. I knew it wasn't going to happen. A, a lot of people but... predicted that, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, more stuff for Street Fighter Five. More stuff than we thought there would be like a year ago, but uh, yeah. Uh, so that's that's good. That's good stuff. And um, and also uh, Yoshinori Ono left the company after 27 years. So uh, I know that he had some there's some shit going on with him at that company. So um, mm. he, he got out while the getting was good. And um, really, because his, good old, his, good old uh, his letter made it seem like he was leaving on good terms. Uh, no, it uh, seemed like a lot of shit. PR. Some, some shit was going down with him. At the company, like right before he left. Interesting. Um, also, uh, Darkest Dungeon. A whole lot. I actually been. Uh, I found the Vita, and I've been playing Did on. You... I played on the Vita. I've been doing cross play, not cross play, cross save. So when I'm when, you... I, when I'm working, I'm playing some uh, Darkest Dungeon on the Vita, and then when I'm when I'm done, I play it on the PlayStation. I, I upload the save. Um, game is real hard. So. Have you have you made any suicide squads? <laughs> like I suggested. I mean, I just feel like they're all suicide squads. Like all those guys are doomed. But uh, Ryan, let up? me let you in on something. Huh? When you're working yeah. and playing on the Vita, yeah. you could remote play some Street Fighter Five to that son of a bitch. Yeah. So I tried to. Sh- <laughs> That's funny. You should say that because I tried to remote play with the Vita, and like <clears throat> it was it, it's it was connected to Kaylee's PlayStation. So I immediately uh, like booted her out of the game. I was like, "This isn't my dashboard." And I started. That, that's funny, man. Yeah, uh, I played a good a good amount of Fallout Four that way, and it was actually pretty enjoyable. Yeah, um, and I played I played Fall Guys like like uh, like Tom, and uh, that game is really funny. It is very cute. Uh, we should all play it together. Yeah, I, what I like about it is it's like. 
it's really it's really easy to just get into a game and they don't last that long i've qualified in one race uh and never again uh, really yeah never again wow. I, I, I you almost always beat the first two rounds yeah i just I but after that i fall apart yeah but like uh you're saying it's easy to get into a game man i've had like so many instances of like dis like disconnects and just really? like not being able to join and like the the uh their twitter has been going off like this whole time they're just like hey we didn't expect this many people to be into it you know yeah so they're, the they're trying to work rain. on it yeah yeah i mean it's a good problem to have uh, but uh, oh for sure yeah. uh i mean they were they were out selling gta 5 on steam for quite a while so yeah that's pretty impressive uh the other game i've been playing i'll save for later because it fits into our conversation but um and also katana zero i told tom that katana zero is the coolest game that i've played this year and i stand by that shit that game is fucking rad it's really cool. Yeah, I love that game. Like Tom let me Tom let me play that game uh, on his account, and I loved it so much that I bought my own copy. Um, it's just got really cool um, style. It's really fun to play. Um, it's all like a like oh, I don't want to say neons, but I don't know like another way. To, yeah, there is. There's like, a lot of neon. In but there. there's also like the dark colors, right? Because I remember seeing mm-hmm. it. And it's like navy blue, yeah. light blue, and like there's a lot of blues purple. and purples in that game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's definitely a cold color game. Yeah. Well, uh, one of the things I, I like about it is like it's a little it's a stylistic thing, not mechanical at all. But uh, I like because he's uh, he like he's listening to like like a Walkman or something, and like before every level, he like pushes play on the Walkman. And I think that's just such a cool thing because like he pushes play on the Walkman, and then the music of the level starts. I think that's really neat. But uh, yeah, the game. Yeah, is, it's a nice little. Yeah, it's a small thing. It's the a game good is, small the thing. The game is very, very cool, and I think it like, like Tom was like Tom told me that he th- felt like I would be into it, and uh, I definitely, I definitely am. Um, For fans of Hotline Miami, if you right? like Hotline Miami, and <laughs> you are way up your own ass about how much synthwave you listen to, like I am, then you should definitely play <laughs> Katana Zero. Yeah. Uh, out now for computers and Nintendo Switches. So that's it. That's all. That is all I've been playing. That's it. Um. So I had I I beat the eighth gym leader, and now I'm on to uh the uh like the main challenge thing. Yeah. I beat the semifinals, like. Cause it, it doesn't seem like it's an elite four. It just means like there seems like there's one champion that I have to like get to. Yeah. Um. So I am almost to that. Um. It's Pokemon Sword. I. My next paycheck, I'm gonna get the DLC, and then um. I haven't really had a whole lot of time for video games. There's been a lot of family stuff going on, so. I did bring my Switch with me, but I ended up not, uh, whenever I went out of town, but I ended up just, like, not using it. And, I think. Well, you don't want to be playing Switch at a funeral. Sure. So. Uh, no, I mean, I meant for, like, to use it after the funeral, but I definitely didn't use it during the funeral. Sure. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been watching, uh, Bird of Fall Guys, uh, 
almost, like I said, almost done with my computer, just needs a window tins key, and then, which I'm also going to buy the next paycheck, unless I can find, like, it pretty cheap, and then maybe dip into my savings. Yeah. And, yeah, that's really about it as far as video games for me. It's been kind of a busy week. A bit of a, I wasn't going to say it, but yeah, with the funeral, I think a bit of a bummer to get this stuff going on. Yeah, sure. And then, but I am very excited to get, like, finish the championship stuff with Pokemon and see what, like, in-game Pokemon stuff exists now. I yeah. do have some, uh, I do, I didn't mention it before, but I do have a small, uh, a small segment at the end of our topic. Okay. Uh-oh. Is it about um, Pokemon? A little bit. Okay. The segment itself isn't going to be about Pokemon, but what I'm going to say in a segment has something to do with Pokemon. Okay. You'll find out. Stay um, tuned for that. Yes. Please. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, speaking of topic, so this week, Ryan, you wanted yeah. to talk about our our favorite open world action adventure games. Yeah. And my question to you in this, Yeah. and I should have asked this before, Yeah. so like, what stipulations are there? Is just anything that says that can be said as open world action adventure? Like, I'm trying to think of like what we consider like Western RPGs, like Skyrim. Would you like would that fall on the list, or does, are you looking yeah, more I'd say like so. I mean, that's a pretty anything. open world, man. Look, uh, the closest thing to open world that you've got, go for it. Crazy Taxi. Yeah. Hey, man. It doesn't tell you where a to go. Time. You could go anywhere yeah. you want. There's no rails on the motherfucker. So That's true. Crazy Taxi is technically an open world game. You just can never leave the car. Don't you see that yeah. car? Yeah. You can drive there. Yeah. You see that KFC? You can drive yeah. there. You see that, that Fila? Well, to be <laughs> but to be fair, like when you play a game as a person, you can't like get the skeleton to come out of the body and still play. Like if they're still in a vehicle. You're uh, gonna meet you. <laughs> let me tell you something. I've played a lot of Mortal Kombat in my life. And there are many times that's that, that skeleton come out of that game. body. <laughs> it came right up out of that body, and I kept playing. <laughs> oh shit! So that is true, though. It is, but it's not an open world game. Yeah. Unless you're in the crypt. Thank you. Go ahead, Shanae. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm assuming, like, I, I didn't know if you were thinking more of stuff in the line of like a hat in time, or if like. Or if, like, RPGs were also in it. Yeah, so. I mean... Hot in Time's not open world at all. It's just got know? big levels. It's, yeah. That's just got that's big more levels. That's more like Mario. I thought, you can, I thought you can choose and, like, go back to other levels and do whatever... Like, yeah, you have to unlock certain areas, but, yeah, like, can't you but, go but back and do world, whatever you want? Open world uh, implies that everything's connected as one... Yeah. One world. Like, one big know? map. Whereas yeah. Hat in Time is a bunch of different maps tied together by a hub. So, that's a little bit different. Yeah. But, um, okay, but think more. I mean, Skyrim, Skyrim is definitely one of those. Um, yeah, you know, name a Grand Theft Auto, they're all one of those. So, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I guess we could like do like the don't starve ads in there too, since that's like open world and go anywhere in it, which is not super large. I mean, sure. I mean, Minecraft is open world, right? The original Legend of Zelda is open world. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Go for it, man. Hey, look, like I said, the closest thing you have to open world, go for it. I'm not going to I'm not gonna jump down your throat about it. Just, you know, make sure. Sonic. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. Well. So. 
Uh, so we're just talking about our favorites or what? Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to preface this a little bit. So I was like, why don't you start? So I recognize number one, I have a tendency to ramble a little bit. So I want to let you know, No. I want to, I want to let you know that I wasn't able to pick just one. I don't know. if. Oh dude, I've got like a list. Okay, good, good. I didn't want to feel like an I, asshole. I have okay? a, I have a, I had a tentative list. Okay, I didn't want to feel like an asshole because I didn't want you because I I should have clarified and I didn't want to. I meant to to like say this earlier, but I don't know. You know, you know, you know me. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I don't really like starting though, so I would like well, Tom you, to go first. I'm, I am telling That's you, you fine. want to start. Oh well. I mean, Shanae is the commander of the Fuck. show. Fuck. So. That was the worst decision I ever made, man. All right. All right, fine. Then Tom can do it. It's your topic, but let's go right. away. All right. All right. Uh, I mean, you know what's funny is, like, when I think of open world games, a lot yeah. of times I'm like, I don't like open world games, you sure. know? But then I start thinking about it, and, like, I'm an idiot. Most of the games I like are open world <laughs> games, you know? Yeah. Um, so let's start with Shadow of the Colossus, of course. Uh, I think a lot of people don't like its open world, you know, because there's not a lot there. It's pretty empty, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's so much, that's such a big part of it, though. Yeah, exactly. It's such a big part of it, traveling from one to the next and, like, the architecture. I think, like, when you can do storytelling through the world yeah uh, i think that's pretty cool and another another game on my list does that pretty well but like like there's so much lore in the environment and i think that's really neat you know the architecture ties it to the other games in the in the universe uh and i think that's that's just really cool it's all beautiful yeah and like yeah there's really nothing to do you can ride around and like I don't know, kill some lizards and yeah. get some fruits, you know? But, like, it's just so pretty, and it it really does add to the lore, just visually adds adds to the lore, and right. I think that's pretty cool. You know, you see a, a pool, and you're like, that thing is shaped the exact same as the pool in The Last Guardian, what the fuck, you yeah. know? Uh, like, random shit like that. I like that a lot. So that's my first one. Cool. It's a good yeah. one. Uh, also, that bridge is awesome. Oh, yeah, that one early on? The one you cross to get into the game, if yeah. you climb back up it, you can cross all the way back. Yeah. And, like, even at full speed, it's going to take you, like, 20 or 30 minutes to cross that son of a bitch. Yeah. That game is gorgeous, though. And even, yeah. like, back in 2005, because the one, the one version I actually bought was the original one. And yeah. back in 2005 on the PS2, that game just kind of blew me away with, like, its scale and just the way that it looked. Like, um, something about, like, they were really good. Like, a lot of PS2 games did this really good thing where, like, they were able to, like, do these, like, really, like, soft textures that, like, looked really good on the hardware. And... and well, I, I think PS2 games in general just kind of look fuzzy, yeah. you know? And I think, like, that lent itself better to some games than others. Yeah, and I feel like it did that. It, like, I feel like it, it lent itself really well to Shadow of the Colossus. 
Yeah, because um, like the lighting in that game so blown out already, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, and also like, there's something, and I don't really know the story of that game, right? But like, uh, there was something. There was some, to me. There was always something tragic about every Colossus that you that you killed. There's always something like yeah. There's always something. Well, like, spoilers. You find out like you're the bad guy. Oh, you know? okay. But uh, yeah. Oh no! Uh, I'm the bad guy. Yeah, it's like the end of the smack Fuck. my bitch up video. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> like that. I wonder if anyone will go watch that video to to get that. Um, okay, awesome. Uh, so, uh, so I think the first one I want to talk about is uh, is Yakuza Zero. And uh, I played a little bit of that. Yeah. So. One of the things that one of the things that immediately enamored me to Yakuza because like I played a total of ten minutes of the original Yakuza on PS2, it would like a little bit before Yakuza Zero came out, and I decided I would just wait for Zero to come out and play that. Um, one of the things that immediately enamored me to uh, Yakuza Zero was just like the combat was just so it felt so like weirdly old school arcadey with like the weapon pickups and like and that it's game speed up inspired yeah and like in that game like literally like like piles of 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 yen like flat of every guy you beat <coughs> up after you beat them up and it's just it's just so it's so satisfying and like it the way that yakuza seems to be able to kind of like toe the line between like campy and silly and like really serious is like really yeah. really interesting to me uh, because like yakuza at its core is about you know like loyalty and friendship and like redemption and, and stuff like that but like intermingled with that stuff is like the, yeah it's the, also anime as hell yeah it's also like super anime and like kiryu has yeah. like all these crazy anime mis- as hell he has all these like crazy misadventures that are like just ridiculous right and but like they all feel like they like everything that he does regardless of how like seemingly ridiculous it is like in a vacuum it seems ridiculous but like you tie it all together and it just seems part of like you could imagine like it like his daily life is really like that it's just like that like ridiculous right but it like that kind of stuff you know more it more endears you to him because like on like on his surface he's just like this he's this angry like yakuza enforcer who's like really good at beating the shit out of people and it could have been really easy to like kind of just let him be that but they also add all this like context to him and like they go deeper into his relationships and you know him like dealing with like being betrayed by people he really trusted and um and also like one of the things i really love is they have these set piece moments where like kiryu and like some other person who was significant to him in some way like might like maybe like another yakuza member that like has like turned on him like they always have these they have these crazy like like these uh these uh these showdowns where like they uh like they both like rip off their shirts and have their, their like crazy yakuza back pieces showing off and it just yeah. like, looks so badass and, those are some long fights too yeah and but like it's just cool like the like 
like the like the uh, like the whole feeling of it is like really neat and and I just like the way like the story flows and like I again I've I've said this before I think Yakuza is Shinmu if Shinmu was really fun and uh, and I just I I love being in that world and it's crazy because I've played I've played two games and they both take place in the same city like in like in a lot of like a lot of the same characters, but it still just feels like really fresh and cool. And uh, well, I've heard a lot of people who've played the entire series say that Zero is the best one. Um, you know what's funny is that I wish that like after playing Yakuza One, yeah, I wish that I played Yakuza One and then Zero because they're like there are there are uh, like, for example, there's a in Yakuza Zero one of the playable characters is a guy named Goro Majima, and they when they and they introduce him in the game, like it's it's very much like frame like if you played the first one you know who this guy is, but like yeah. I never played it so I was like I don't know who this guy is but he seems really cool. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then you know then you play the then you play Yakuza one you realize that he's like this he's a lunatic but uh, it's still like I still wish I had played the first I played Yakuza one before zero but either way they both still feel really uh, really cool so. Uh, Yakuza Zero. There you go. Um, so I don't, I feel like quite often in the show I shit on the series, but I put my first one down as Mass Effect, the first one. Uh, it was probably the first, like, Western game that I played, like, a Japanese RPG, like, where I wanted to, like, go and look up and find, like, everything about it. I wanted to make sure that, like, I was doing the best course. Like, everyone survived. And, like, redoing stuff until I get this, like, thing that I wanted. Yeah. And, I don't know. Like, I like I made a lot of friendships from it. Of course, it was a pretty popular game. So, like, I had a lot of people talk about it. It's probably one of the first games I can think about where people actually talked about the voice actor. And, like, a lot of people agreeing that, like, Shemshop was better, like, voice actress than the voice actor. And, like, I don't know. It was, like, my first... Like, I can think of that's, like, a Western game that, like, made me feel that way. Yeah. Uh, it, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Like, I mean, I def I think part of the reason I don't talk about the series more often is that I was also was very disappointed by the ending when spending so long, like, I've mentioned before, like, trying to do everything perfect. Yeah. And everyone survives. And everything's great. And then to find out they really that until like an update there really wasn't a difference in the endings just yeah. kind of felt like like i did all this shit for no reason but like my ending wasn't going to be the happiest ending and i liked that i liked the fact that like i could make like help people survive and do all this stuff i liked it and it just it i don't know it it, it sullied it yeah well, and i think that i just need to get over being a bitter betty because the fact is it still gave me Hundreds of hours of entertainment. Sure. And sure. I think that, honestly, you know, there's, of course, there's there's merit in that, right? Because I think that one of the draws of games like Mass Effect is feeling like, you know, what you're doing matters. And if you find out that no matter what you do over the course of, you know, three games, like, it ends up the same anyway, then it just... Yeah, there's no point in, like, saving and doing yeah. all this stuff and especially, making sure each one was great yeah especially when they they go through the trouble of making it so that you can tie all your save files together you know um, yes then just don't put that feature in yeah 
Um, like, don't make me feel like I'm accomplishing something and then just yoink. Yeah. Uh, but, but those games I, are still I'm getting cool over it. Hell, I think though. I might actually uh, rebuy the series and play through it again because it's just it's been so long, I and I think that. I just I'm gonna go in there with the, the the thought process of having a good time, and I don't give a fuck who dies. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like this shit, eh? <laughs> Uh, All right, Tom, what you get next? Uh, next, I have Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. Cool. Uh, the game gets, like, a lot of people hate that game, man. Like, a lot of people hate that game. And I get it. Like, it doesn't play like Metal Gear 1 through 4. You know? It's a lot different than 1 through 4. Um, and a lot of people feel that it is incomplete that there is missing content from that game even though Hideo Kojima after leaving Konami has said that it's a complete game and it's how he wanted the series to end uh I really love that game man a lot of people if you like google the Walkman trilogy a lot of people look at Peace Walker uh Ground Zeroes and the Phantom Pain as its own trilogy and I think that's like like it's said in the titles, right? Like the first the first few games was like what is it, Ryan? Metal Gear Solid Tactical Espionage Action or something like yeah. that, right? Yeah. And like that's the subtitles of all those games except for Peace Walker Ground Zeroes on the Phantom Pain, which share a different one, you know. Uh and he's the kind of fucker that would do some subtle shit like that, yeah. you know. Uh I really love that stuff. I love the fact that it's based on Moby Dick. Uh, I love the fact that it feels like, like when I get into a giant open world game, if I play like a GTA or an Assassin's Creed or whatever, I always feel like I'm never going to do all of this. Yeah. This is too much stuff to do. And like the Phantom Pain probably has an equal amount of stuff to do. Last time I played it, I played it for a hundred hours and didn't finish the game. Yeah. You know? But, like, it feels so manageable because the way that it's broken up, because the way the mission structure is, you know? Sure. You're, you're leaving other base to do this one thing. And, like, while that might spiral into, hey, I'm going to go collect those resources over there or do this side op while I'm on the way or whatever, you know, it just feels much more manageable. Um, and, yeah, I just think the story is really cool, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, him telling you to, you know, call me Ishmael, him referring to you as Ahab, the helicopter being referred to as Pequod, uh, the fact that you've lost a limb and are gathering men for revenge. Like, it is very much Moby Dick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. Um, I always. What do you got next? Well, real quick, I, I think that I think that I agree with Tom. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain is a, is a great game. And also, real quick, uh, Ground Zeroes, also great. Yep. Um, even though people said it was too short, there's so much shit to do in that game. There's more than two hours of shit to do that game. So people just play through the main story of it, you know. Yeah, Ground yeah. Zeroes is great. So, uh, yeah. so my next one is uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Stay with me, Ryan. Stay with me, Ryan. <laughs> that would have been so cool if Arthur's name was Ryan. Arthur. <laughs> Arthur. 
so I think uh, I think that game was uh, I think I f- I feel like it was very polarizing, in that there mm-hmm. were some people who were really into the very deliberate slow pace and like slow build of that game, and people who were immediately turned off by it. Um, I'm the kind of guy who really likes shit like that, who really likes, like, like crazy, like, immersive, systems-driven, open-world games. That's, just, that's, like, really cool stuff to me. Um, and, like, I've also, like, I really, really, really love Westerns, like, a lot. And I feel like uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is probably one of the best Westerns I've ever seen. And... Like that's like that story is just so it's so easy to like Arthur uh, because he's just like he's a loyal dude and he cares about the people in his gang and he just he wants to do the right thing like and he's always unless you're me <laughs> yeah uh, but like he's like. You know, throughout the course of the game, like, he finds himself at odds with his loyalty to Dutch and his, you know, sense of right and wrong. And, you know, you know, at a certain point, those two things, like, directly conflict. And watching him go through that conflict is, you know, it's, in a lot of ways, it's very heartbreaking. And, um, but on top of that, like, just, I found, like, the world to be thoroughly engrossing. Like, you could just, like... You could just get lost for hours in it and like you go camping or go hunting or do like a number of different things. And it just feels like it felt like it didn't none of it felt like a gimmick. Like the hunting doesn't feel like a side activity. Like it doesn't feel like a mini game. It feels like much different than the hunting in the first one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like it feels like you you, you hunt and then you you like take the stuff back to your camp and like it's just it's really it's like it just feels really immersive. And like granted, like yeah. Like, with that kind of immersion, like, you, there's a certain pace that comes with, you know. There's some lulls. Yeah, well, yeah, there's, like, there's going to be, there are long stretches where, like, nothing happens. But, like, that was part of it for me. That was a part of, you know, the experience for me. Those moments where <laughs> he's, he's here in this intense shootout and, you know, like, there's just bullets flying everywhere and then just silence and you're just riding your horse through the countryside and like where you just where you sit by the lake and go fishing and it's just like it's just that like that that uh that trade-off uh in that game was very compelling to me and you know I really like that game and like even like what I read is that even if you mainlined it and like nothing but story quests it would take you 60 hours which is like crazy to me because that is it's a long fucking it's a game. dollar an hour it's a long game yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a long game but like it it's funny because like even i think like even after even after that 60 hours you still have an epilogue that you can play through and uh but that's less than a dollar an hour then <laughs> uh but you know even with that you know it's just when I, that was one of those games where like, it's often that, like, I feel like one of the things I hate in games is, like, the, the games that have, like, that percentage counter that told me how much of the game I've done. 
like if I'm really really enjoying the game because I'm like I don't like knowing how close to it being over I am. And, ah. And so yeah, yeah. like it like it that and that kind of it it, it yeah you can decipher how long much longer the yeah. storyline is going to be going on based yeah. off what that percentage is um, and it ruins some of the surprise for you. Okay, so one of the things that makes this game one of my favorites, and I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to give a spoiler because this is really important. So spoiler warning to anybody who's listening to it. <sighs> give yourself a couple minutes. Uh, I mean, I only played four hours. Should I take my headset out? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Do you care? Because are you gonna? Actually... I don't give a fuck. Oh, I didn't think so. No. Okay, so even if I do actually go back and try it again, I will not care. Nor will I probably remember yeah. what you said. <laughs> and you're not gonna finish it anyway. So. Um, one of the one of the systems in the game is you can um, you can increase the bond with your horse, and to the point that at one point you you can max it out, and so and this there's a there's a cut scene. Does he cut Does he cut leeks in your kitchen for you? <laughs> Would you say it's a prince? Would you say it has well, well, a face of a handsome my, boy? My horse My horse was a was a lady. So, uh, sure. Please. Was it a princess? Um, I'd say she was more of a queen. She carried herself with dignity in class. Anyway, so there's a cutscene that you can only get if you maximize your bond with your horse. And it's near the end of the game. Uh, uh, Arthur is, you know, he's... The the co- the, the law is, com- is coming down on the gang really hard. It's like to the point where, like, there, there's basically no escape. And um, as you're escaping on your horse, uh, like, some kind of... Uh, like some kind of explosion or something like goes off next to the horse and the horse falls over is mortally wounded. And even in the middle of trying to escape, like Arthur goes back to the horse and he just whispers, thank you to the horse. Just like fucking destroyed me. Like it just totally fucking killed me. And it's like, it was little things like That's that. That's so funny. It's, it's like little it's things like, it's little things like that, that, you know. And there's one character more loyal than Arthur. It's definitely his horse. Yeah. Did uh, you get to the horse part in Shadow of the Colossus, Ryan? Uh, no, I no, no. Oh man, so I bet you, they, they I bet you the would cry like too. a baby. So Tom knows about how I cannot play The Walking Dead season one because yeah. it, it it hits too hard. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, no, I, I I'm also aware of this. You you don't make it a secret. <laughs> but so, so stuff like that, and I just thought that like. It's those things like where people like put like little things like that in the game because they didn't have to do that. That didn't have to be yeah. a thing that happened, and it could have been a thing that. And the only reason, one of the reasons it hit so hard for me is because I had you know maximized my bond with the horse. That was the horse. That was the one horse I used throughout the entire game. Uh, and then you know I find that like that only happens if you maximize your bond with the horse, mm-hmm. and like it was a big deal. So it's like things like that, and you know the story of Arthur and his relationship with people and uh, how those things can fall apart makes one of those, it's one of the best open world games I've ever played. Hands down. Yeah. So uh, the next game I have on my list is Arkham City. Great game. Hell yes. Great, fantastic game. I I never finished it. You should finish it. I did finish it. Batman Uh, dies at the end. I didn't platinum it. (laughs) Sure. But, um, 
I mean, I've, I've talked shit about the collectibles for that series, but, like, as far as, like, the games go, I, I did enjoy the first one, like, Arkham Asylum, but with Arkham City came out, no, it is not the most, inno- it is not super innovative, but, like, it was such a different change yeah. for the series, yeah. and it was super exciting for me. I liked all the different ways that the villains came into play, like, with, uh, I'm trying to remember. Joker. Who I'm trying to remember who's the, the Joker, the, the fem- Riddler, <laughs> the female. No, like the person I kept calling you on the payphone. Oh, Mr. And, Zaz. Like, yeah, well, I was like, yeah, yeah. I can't remember if it was Zaz or not. And Zaz I didn't want to say that sounds stupid, <laughs> but uh, obviously much more than the first game. You got to know the villains more. There was different yeah. ways for you to find out their backstory. If you are just a casual Batman fan, where all you really do know is like. Mr. Freeze and Joker and Penguin from the movies. Yeah. Um, Chill. Yeah, it was like, and I don't know. I just like, I I enjoyed going right through Gotham. Some of the Riddler trophies I did not get because fuck that shit. Some of that was super it, holy annoying. Holy shit, those fucking trophies, man. But I, I don't know. Like, I just, I felt like Batman, like, just as much, like, Ed... Just as much, if not more, than the first one. I more than any other Batman game or probably Batman media that I've consumed, like the comics and stuff. It just it felt so Batman. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how else to describe it. I, I, can I give I was... you? Can I give you my one issue with that game? Yeah, go ahead. My one issue with Arkham Asylum is that they wrote this story where there's like this part of town. That is an, a prison. Arkham City? Or Ar- Arkham City, yeah. right? They wrote this whole story where there's this part of town that is a prison. Escape from New York. Uh, just, just so they could have an excuse to not have pedestrians walking around. I'm like, how many open world games did we have, even at that point, that had pedestrians walking around? Yeah. You know? I would have well, rather Batman. Just you gotta make gone, sure there's no accidental you know? death. Yeah, well, Spider Man did it. Yeah. I mean, Spider-Man, they also try to, like, painfully point out that he's not actually killing them. (laughs) Even though he obviously is. I mean, Batman does it, too. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You crack someone's neck like that, they're not getting back up. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Sure. It's cool that, like, Uh, Arkham Asylum, like, from Arkham Asylum being a Metroidvania to Arkham City being, like, this blown out, like... Yeah open world game is really cool and for sure and i think that, i mean would you say the arkham asylum is a metroidvania absolutely yeah, yeah definitely okay um it's interconnected really... worlds with like with like a place that you can't access until you accomplish certain things you know like yeah. like by definition it's it is yeah he's like oh okay. this gadget that i forgot to bring i right. have a gadget now i can go through yep. this door now oh yeah. i found this toaster let me make this gadget sure <laughs> uh uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I it's one of my favorites. What you got next, Tom? Uh, Gravity Rush Two. Mm-hmm. So like Gravity Rush as a series is just like criminally underrated, man. Like uh, it's Sony exclusive. That just not enough people played. And like I get it. You look at it and it's like that's some weird looking shit, you know? Like it, it looks like a game out of time. It really does. But like also the. The title's so close to Gravity Falls, they might be get it without seeing all the content. I'm pretty sure Gravity Rush 2 came out before Gravity Falls. 
but oh, I never, oh, I never heard of or played the games. Yeah, and I, so and I finally just now looked up Gravity Rush and what it looked like. Yeah, because every time you say Gravity Rush, all I can think of is Gravity Falls. Sure, it's a very bright, vibrant, colorful game. Uh, yeah, what I like the about characters it was definitely like, look like they're a different art style in the background. Uh, for the first one, the I pictures. could see that. For the first game, I could see that. For the for the second, I don't know, but I don't know, like. It's just so original. There's nothing like there is no other game like that game, you know. Uh, and like the way that you fall around the environment means that the level designers who made this fucking world have to account for not just one horizontal plane being fun. But it needs to be fun when you're on this side of everything and when you're on that side of everything and when everything's upside down, being on any side of those surfaces has to be fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. like, they nailed that. And that's fucking awesome to me. Also, like, like I was talking about with Shadow, Cl the, uh, Shadow of the Colossus is that, like, the environment, uh, it's inspired by and is part of the a world and story that, that takes place there. So, like, in Gra Gravity Rush 2, I almost said Gravity Falls 2. In Gravity <laughs> Rush 2, like, uh, there's, like, this, you know, economic hierarchy. So, we're all, like, all the rich people are living up high. And the lower and lower you get, uh, it becomes more ghetto and, and there, there's slums towards the bottom, you know? And, yeah. like... It's just cool. Like, the environment tells the story, and the fact that it has to be fun to play, regardless of what direction you approach it from, like, that's got to be a lot of work. It's like it's like the castle in Symphony of the Night. I was just thinking about but, that. But in 3D, on from every fucking angle, yeah. you know? And, like, that's, that's Everything insane. Everything is a space battle. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Gravity Rush 2. Play it. What about you, Ryan? Your next one? Yeah. So, um, I would be remiss if I did not mention No Man's Sky. Uh, yeah. That game has uh, that game has a it kind of has had a a hold on me since it came out, and with the way that they have constantly improved upon it um, since its release has always found me like going back to it like over and over again and just my favorite thing about that game specifically is the sense of discovery that I have when I find a planet and I start walking around on it and I start looking around for like caves and like different secrets on the planet and like excavating like fossils and shit it's just like it's a really cool experience 100% of the time um and i just i love it it's a, it's a fun loop for me and i i get that like there are a lot of there i get that there are a lot of people who you know couldn't find footing with it especially early on when it was admittedly you know very short on content but now that, like, now with everything that they've added so far, that game is just, 
it is just really, really cool. And one of the things that um, they added recently was the uh, the presence of abandoned like freighters in space. And like you can land on them and like you can explore them and like find out what happened to the crew and like salvage for materials. Like sometimes there's like dangerous alien shit on the on the freighter that you have to like fight off and it's just like it's really neat. And uh, <clears throat> and like on top of like all the other stuff that they've done, uh, it's just been it's just a really cool game. Like, you know, going like having your like your home planet and like building your base on that planet and like having all this stuff like it feels like every time you like go back to that planet you're like oh man i'm coming home i'm gonna chill out in my base for a little bit and like do some stuff and then i'm gonna get in my spaceship and like see some other stuff and it's just it's it's cool you know and especially like once you get your own like capital ship and you like have this giant ship orbiting the planet uh it's it's neat and i'm glad that like they stuck with it, you know, because I think that they understandably drew a lot of criticism four years ago when that game came out. And I think it would have been really, I think it would have been really easy to just, you know, just call it a wash and not do anything with it. Uh, I think if they did that, though, like they'd have to close Hello Games. Sure, sure. But it would have been, the, it would have been, it would have been a lot easier to not do anything than all the shit that they've been doing for the game and supporting it the way that they have and like all the additional free content that they've given is uh you know it's it's been real it's been really if only, they had, if only they had marketed it as the true game it was and not of the possibility of it sure <laughs> sure uh but you know cautionary tale yeah for sure yeah, absolutely glad, like do not do that like, do not, do, don't go out and misrepresent your game and then charge people full price for it. That's just, but, uh, I mean, uh, at, at the very least, it's that game now, <laughs> four years later. Yeah. It's that game now. Right, so, right, right. Uh, yeah. So, the next, the next game that I have is Assassin's Creed 2. I'm sorry. It's a, it's a good um, game. <laughs> I, I'm just playing. I don't, I, I don't care. That, I know how you feel about it. I know how both of you feel about it. No, I actually but... like that game. But for me, it was, I mean, it was probably the peak Assassin's Creed game for me. Like, I played a bunch of other ones. I mean, how could you not? There's 47 of them. Yeah, But there are 47 games. Uh, but, like, Assassin's Creed 2, obviously, when they made the pretty massive changes between 1 and 2, mm-hmm. I, I just, I had a lot of fun. I just remember just, like, I know it's an assassin, but just yelling ninja as I like just like stealth kill somebody and just being super <laughs> proud of it. Like I had a lot of fun, like without talking to anybody about the game, just me sitting on my couch making jokes to myself while I play it. Yeah. And yeah, I just I I think that there are better games in the franchise for sure, but it's it's the one I like the most. It's my sure. favorite, and I it's one I had the most fun with before I kind of got over it. It's funny you say that. Like, I consider the first one to be my favorite, and I guarantee there are better games in that series than the first game, you know? And I guarantee if I went back and played the first one today, I'd probably fucking hate it. Yeah. Probably. At the time, I enjoyed it, and I had not enjoyed another one since, you know? Yeah, that's why I got back. Man, they they loved Ezio for a long-ass time. I was like, Ezio this. 
Oh yeah. That. Let's put Ezio in Soul oh, Calibur. Ezio. They sure did. I forgot that. Yeah, That's a fighting game character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so next is one that I think is good because all three of us have played it at this point is Breath of the Wild. How can we do open world and not mention Breath of the Wild? Mm-hmm. Uh, of course. It's fantastic. We've... Like we what's ha- we not have to multiple like? Multiple episodes about yeah. just that game. The so systems, you... the systems at play in that game, it's fucking nuts. Like it's crazy. It's like portal levels of this fucking weird voodoo you can do. Yeah. But like multiplied, you know, over and over again onto itself. That's my favorite part of it. Yeah. Is all the crazy shit you can experiment with that just works, you know. You can uh, also. Uh, build up friendship with your horse and tell it thank you before the end of the game. <laughs> you could. You could do that. Uh, or you could also ride that weird fucking forest creature from Princess Mononoke, you know? like Or a motorcycle. There's all sorts of weird... Yeah, or, or get, a motorcycle, yeah. Or, get or you can build pony. a fucking skyship, you know? Like, yeah. there's, there's so much crazy do, shit you do can you. do. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I just love it. I love the art style. I love the gameplay. I I like that weapons break. You know, yeah. like there are things from old Zeldas that I miss a lot, but I love this game, man. Love yeah, it. Yeah, I walk running around with ten clubs in my backpack and just like <laughs> just going to town. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that I mean, that's for as far as open world. Like all these these other games I've named. A lot of them I like breath better than I like Breath of the Wild, right? But not because of their open world. I, yeah. I like Zelda's. I like Breath of the Wild's open world better than these games. You yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. Um. What about you, Ryan? Saints Row the motherfucking third, Shanae. That was on my list too. That's a good one. That's a that good game one. is so fucking cool, man. That is peak Saints Row. It's like, the only one I've I mean, enjoyed. Look, I mean, it's probably the one they made the most merch for, dude. Yeah, they sold those dildo bats. Isn't that yep. the one that came, like they had an edition that came with a car? I think it was. I don't know. Not a real life car, but I would not but... be surprised. No, it, like there was like there was one like they like like there was like a like a hundred thousand dollar version of the game that came with like a sports car. Uh, Sandusky posted Bill and Ted cartoon cereal in our Discord. Yeah, and you could win a phone booth on that bitch. Do you think anybody won that phone booth? Somebody did. What do you do with a phone booth, man? I don't know, but it's hilarious. But uh, yeah, the, the third, man. The game it's is so good. It's so good. Like it it's fun to play. The game is fucking hilarious. And like it just it's just so over the top and ridiculous and like it's just it's just constantly so fucking funny. And also, like the only and yet, best use of Kanye West's banger <laughs> power uh, in the trailer, in the fucking tra- not just in and the trailer, in the game, in the game in the like game. where you're like where you yeah. airdrop into a fucking penthouse party and just yeah. like light everybody up. Uh, but that game is just so cool. Like you could just like you hold the sprint button and just like run around the world and like it's elbow drop people and then dive through windshields to take the car and just yeah dude it's just like that well, have you played this today have you played it this is third yeah yeah not, so much, fun, not much man. i have watched more than i have played so um, my thing with that series the... right, it's like the good? early games for sure they wanted to be gta yeah but you they know? kept getting sillier 
and silly. And then like the, right, and the third game was like perfection of like the wrestling moves and jumping through the windshields yeah. and stuff like that. And the fourth game took it too far. Yeah, you know, uh, the third was like just the, the, the sweet spot. You know, isn't the fourth game where they like basically are superheroes and villains? They, yeah, and, like there's yeah. like that. Like, there's like, no the, reason the to drive gun. in the fourth game. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, yeah. but like uh, you know, the the third has like it has some writing that approaches Gearbox levels of immaturity. Yeah, that I don't really care for. Yeah, but the game is so good and so fun that like it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite scenes in the game, like it's very early on, is when uh, you jump out of the plane and you have Shandi in your arms, and then she's like, he's like, hold on for a second, and then he lets her go, and then he like yeah. dives through the second half of the plane, and then like and like kills a bunch of dudes, and then catches her again. I thought that was just so like action movie and over the top. I just I love that game. I fucking love that game. That game is so cool. Yeah, it's great. I need I need to buy that game. Uh, that game is cool, man. They got that remaster just came out. Yeah. You do that. That game is cool. Love it. I see, So I say we do our last round. If you have any, you just pick your last one and then do some honorable mentions. And I mean, like, honorable mentions. Okay. Um, okay, I'm ready. So for my last one, I have Knights of the Old Republic. Thought about the series a lot. When I, I know that it did come out before Mass Effect, and I played it before that. Is that an but, open world game? I've never played that game. Yes, it is. Is it? Okay. It's, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I have them both, but I've never actually sat there and gone through them. No, they are definitely open world RPGs. Yeah. And, but uh, with those games, I didn't feel the need, like I did with a lot of like my Final Fantasy games and other stuff like that, to find out everything about it. It was probably my first like Western RPG where I, like, I'm just going to explore and do what I want and hope that it's right. Uh, and like, and not be as like bogged down. There are definitely a couple things I looked up to, like with the fiber crystals and then like, and a couple other things like that, just like small information, but not like a walkthrough, like, Hey, how do I get this exact result? Yeah. Um, and not just like refreshing my memory. And I ever talked about, I, I love those two series or those two games in the series before the MMO. I, I don't know. I, I just love them. I think they're really well done. I felt like you're in a Star Wars as universe. They touch on so many things that are just mentioned in the books and not the movies, obviously, because um, oh. timing. And I don't know. It just like if I think it's before I even started reading a lot of the Star Wars books. So I think it was probably my first step into the extended universe. Yeah. Sure. I think it's um, before, probably, probably for a lot of people. Probably right? before. You know? Like, uh, it cut everything. It's cool because but, like they they're good without. You know, I don't know shit about Star Wars, but those games are fucking fun. So yeah, and it's good when the um, game can do that. Yeah. So I have. I mean, some of the men- stuff that we mentioned before, like I have them. Uh, they all mentioned before, like I have a list of like things that I knew that were good, mm-hmm. but it did kind of make me really think about like the. How many open world games do I actually play or have played and like really liked them? And it's far less than I thought I would. I thought that was kind of one of my genres that I like. I liked a lot in, and I realized that it's kind of not. <laughs> I mean, it's not for everybody, right? Like, and and the majority of these games I don't care for. Like Far Cry and Assassin's Creed, when you're just like checking things off of a fucking list, I don't like that. 
you know, but. Um, yeah, but I, but I also like try to think of the games that I genuinely enjoyed. Like maybe yeah. not what I, maybe I will never play them again, but at the time did I have a lot of fun? Yeah. So that's my last one. What you got, Tom? Uh, near Automata, of course. I love that game. Okay. It's one of my favorite games ever made. Near Tomato. Sure. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. What can I say that I haven't already said? It's platinum gameplay, Yoko Taro story, Keiji Okabe music. Like, everything's great. And you'll and like every time you play it, you'll probably hit an ending. Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe. Um, and can't, like, can't you hit some of the endings in like fifteen minutes? Some, if you know what you're doing, but like those are just joke endings. I wouldn't really count those as like an actual ending. But, but still an uh, ending. sure, you roll credits. You are correct. Also, nine S is a uh, boy. But like, yeah, it is the most philosophical game ever made. Like ever, find another one. Find one that comes close. You can't, you know. And like, I like that shit. So yeah, on, play it. That might that that actually. Do you want any? Nice. Do any honorable mentions? Yeah, honorable mentions. Uh, the Legend of Zelda one for sure. It's a fantastic game. I think it still holds up today. Uh, and like, we wouldn't have Breath of the Wild if it wasn't for it, right? Like the the. Yeah. Uh, the pitch for that game was built using assets from the original Zelda. Uh, I like the fact that, like, like it does. It's the old game thing, right? Where like you don't know that you can explode this wall. It's not outlined like it is in games today. You know, there's you no know yeah, that, there's no yellow marker, right? You don't it's know like you should burn different. this bush. All the bushes next to it look identical. You just know because you know. And like, I love that shit. Uh, and then, yeah, Chinatown Wars, I think, was fantastic. Uh, probably my favorite GTA game and uh, manageable, you know. And, like, yeah, never thought never thought I'd see the day where I'm selling drugs on a, a Nintendo console. Yeah. But there it was. Yeah, I sold them. You know. Yeah. Best day of your life. Yeah, Nintendo got <laughs> edgy, man. Uh, all right, Ryan, what's your last game and then your honorable mentions? Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. So I've been listening to people talk about that uh, talk about the game a lot lately, and um, a lot of the people that I listen to listen to talk about that game have been pretty lukewarm on it. Um, but I honestly really, really, really love that game. Um, it is it wears its inspiration on its sleeve. It is obviously uh, inspired by old samurai movies from uh from you know days of yore uh like even going so far as to putting in a kurosawa mode for like putting like it puts like a black and white filter over the game so it looks like you're watching an old uh, akira kurosawa movie um but that game is just it's really really cool and i was telling tom earlier that it doesn't seem like in the years since second son and goes to tsushima that Sucker Punch's approach to open world games has changed very much, but uh, what they do with it instead is they <coughs> they they create a world with more character. Uh, they create a world that's like honestly more visually beautiful, and 
a character who is a lot more compelling. And uh, watching Jin go through his transformation from, you know, this honor-bound, by-the-code samurai to the Ghost of Tsushima, like, over the course of the game, is really cool to watch. Uh, watching him, like, he's conflicted with using the methods of the ghost, which is, like, stealth and... Uh, you know, like catching the enemy by surprise because he'd been taught since a boy not to do that. And like, uh, it's cool because um, as you go further down the path of the ghost, it starts raining a lot more in the game to kind of signify his uh, his transformation to that. And it's just a really cool touch. And you know all the there uh, there are multiple duels in the game there and they're almost always with someone who is important to the story in some way and like at one point he has to duel who was like someone who was really important to him like growing up and like uh and like there's another fight where he's like it's just uh he's dueling someone who like he'd be kind of made friends with over the course of his adventure and like it's just so stylistic like you've got like ch- like cherry blossoms just pouring leaves and or you have like uh like an it's autumn and like there's just like like these red leaves everywhere and like it's, it's something they showed in uh in the preview event is uh Jin is having to duel like one of his friends and it's like there's just these leaves everywhere and like the mongols are coming and like as they're fighting like the mongols are like shooting arrows down like on like into their like as they're fighting it's just really really cool and um i know a lot of people thought like the story wasn't great but i felt like it was awesome um it's literally the most beautiful open world game i've ever played in my life um, and I'm saying that with, like with no hyperbole. Um, it's literally I could just I love the story. I love the gameplay. Um, and anyway, I think everybody should play it. Um, I want to play right. it. The only negative I heard was the AI. You know, that's the only bad yeah. thing that I've heard. Uh, as far as my honorable mentions, Fallout New Vegas. It is right. just the best Fallout game, in my opinion. Um, one reason, and well not not one reason, but <coughs> the main reason for me is that it's the one game where, yeah, uh, it doesn't try to paint the picture of who you are before the game starts. Like it gives you a motivation, like you you're out for revenge for this guy that shot you, but it doesn't like give you too much of that character, so you don't have to. That's what I don't like about the Fallout games is they they kind of paint too much of a picture of who you are before you start, and I feel like you got more of a blank canvas with that game. And also, it feels kind of like a kind of like a post-apocalyptic western, which is cool. Um, uh, Final Fantasy fifteen, because uh, we them boys. Uh, them boys. Yeah, and Far Cry five, because um, that game is over the top as hell, and it uh, it's the first Far Cry game that I felt was really like it's the first Far Cry game that I that I played that I felt like didn't take itself too seriously. Not as seriously uh, as Far Cry Four, uh, Far Cry Three and Four did, um, and yeah, but Far- more seriously than Blood Dragon, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, uh, which might also should be on this list. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and those are mine. 
Nice. Um, so as far as my segment, as as usual, I don't have a full title. It's a working title. And I know that we had a similar segment before, but uh, it's basically the opposite of all the small things where we appreciate it. So I've been in my head calling it Fuck the Small Things. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. Not literally. Macro management. Okay, because that makes you sound a little like a pedophile. He's right. <laughs> As we talked about in other episodes, I love kids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. And Pokemon's one that made me think of it. So there are, so not the actual feature of it, since uh, Yellow, there has been like friendship and half and affection meters of some sort, even if it's just on one Pokemon. And I know that affection and happiness have been parts of the games in the past. And I don't know when this started, but at some point, because I'm pretty sure I remember this also, like, I've, the same shit in uh, Sun and Moon. I don't think I remember any of it in Soul Silver, but like, so if you get their friendship levels up, when they first come out of the Pokeball, they will like hop around with a little like heart above them. Mm-hmm. The thing is, the amount of hops doesn't really denote like which level you're on. Like, uh, there is like there is where it's like four and because I think five's the highest. Four and five have the same amount of hops. And then also, like, with your friendship level, sometimes they will, like, if it's a really critical blow, they won't die. They'll, like, hang on with one HP. And it's like, your Pokemon didn't want you to worry, so it survived. And, like, it puts all these things and, and, like, I already took out all the animations and, like, as much as I could to, like, speed track these. Because it does get, like, boring just watching them over and over again when you're grinding. But I am just, I'm just tired of, like, that not being skippable. I, like... You already make it where it's difficult to find out what level you're on because you only or because you can only get your friendship and stuff me, like measured and like told to you by like one guy in every game, and so if you're already not gonna like tell us and have like a heart meter or like something like that, like I don't want non-skippable reactions to this bullshit. Yeah. Like I get that they're my fr- like I took them camping, I fed them some berries, I've been battling with them. I know it's building, like and even then it's randomized on each level about like how often these things are going to happen so even if you have like four and five with the same animations like it doesn't help me at all to know these things and so like fuck that shit it's probably my first complaint about this new pokemon game but it's not like this pokemon game specific but like i just if you're gonna put like if you're gonna be able <laughs> to have us like take out all these other things include that yeah because most no, people do not you. give a fuck but like, all, I understand where you're coming from, and I, I sympathize with you. But I feel like you just wanted to complain about this and made a game out of it. <laughs> no, because I was thinking about like because I was like because it well this game it's not a game but it's just like a little segment thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah right, uh, right. so I went trying to think of new segments since we haven't really done any sure, in a while. Sure. Uh, I was trying to think of, like, well, what's going on with my gaming now? What can yeah. I use based off of? And there are other small things in games that I just don't appreciate. It, it is funny, though. I do get it. Uh, I've got one recently that's been bothering me. So I've been so, playing... Yeah. Fuck that small thing. I'm playing through uh, Ninja Gaiden Black. And, oh. uh... Huh? Is that just Ninja Gaiden Signa Black, or is it, like, a whole different thing? No, it's Ninja Gaiden Black. Okay. 
it, you know, like Ninja Gun for original Xbox? Mm. Yeah, Black was just like a revision of that. Okay. Uh, anyways, I've been playing through that, and like, fantastic game, right? And as far as character action games go, like, probably one of the harder ones. But like... Of course. So you've got like a light attack, right? And you've got this heavy attack, but the heavy attack animation is extremely long, right? So like, what you're supposed to do if you want to get good at that game, is you're supposed to do the little jump thing, and as soon as you hit the floor, you hit the button, and that, like, deletes that animation, right? So that you just do the attack super fast and cut the guy's head off or whatever, right? Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you feel like a badass. It takes skill. It's very rewarding. But why have the option to have that heavy attack when the animation is so long that you really, like, even the first grunt enemy, you're not going to hit with that attack. You know what I mean? It really, like, changes the rhythm. But, like, why, why, why have it? Like, like, why have it if you cannot really ever use it, you know? Yeah. Just have the landing one. Just have that and yeah. use that button for something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not a huge I like thing. It, I just pretend it doesn't exist. I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a medium thing because it affects gameplay. No, no, no. I mean, it doesn't affect gameplay. Uh, I guess it affects gameplay if you're new to the game because you might try to do that. <laughs> but I think you'll learn very quickly not to do that. You know what I mean? And you'll just never press that game from a neutral state on the ground. Or you'll never press that button from a neutral state on the ground. You'll always press it when landing, you know? Uh, it's just kind of funny that it exists at all. Yeah. yeah. It's also weird that it's like, even with the remaster or redone of it, like, they didn't just like, let you skip that. Yeah, because they made other mechanics, like, very subtle, but they made other mechanical changes to the game. So, yeah, it just feels like it'd be something that, like, even like a fast-forward option. Yeah. But, still, fantastic game. Do you have any complaints or gripes? Yeah. Ryan? So, you ever play a game called Beyond Good and Evil? Yeah, I love that game. Not really. Okay. So, some people might know me as someone who likes to play with the camera controls inverted. Right? Mm. I like to press down to mean up. Okay? Sounds like a Yeah, get down, really. get down to get up. Yeah. Okay, listen to me. <laughs> Sounds like a Ryan problem. Listen to me. (laughs) (laughs) Some sort of freak problem. (laughs) Uh, And beyond good and evil, when you when you invert the camera controls, down will mean up, but left will also mean right. So you have to make a choice, and I hate it. What about in the HD version? Huh. What about in the HD version? I haven't played it. Wait, okay. They already burned it once. It's not going to give more wait, money wait. to do it is again. That one, is that also the Steam version? No. Okay. I haven't played the HD version, I don't think. Yeah, Steam is that old crappy PC version. Yeah, the HD version is bad. only PS3 and Xbox 360. Okay. I hate that. Um, it bothers me. So. <laughs> you kind of got close to the camera for a second with your mouth. 
like you were the Joker. Word. I can't say that it bothers me. Because, well, no, it's, it does bother me, right? Because there have been other games. I cannot think of like which one right now. But I know recently there's been a game because I've been going back and playing like you know Dreamcast games and 360 games and original Xbox games. Yeah. And I've come across a game where it's like only inverted. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There yeah. we go. I like that. Yeah. Let's play that. Well, I mean, no, because then it's X and Y inverted. So what? that's not what you want. No, that's not what. It's not what it. I mean, I just want normal because I'm normal. Look, I'm you a normal guy. regular human being. I like normal things. Yeah. I like, Normal people on I Hulu. Like, I like sport. I it's like chips. That's really good. Pizza. Just give me what I want. Sure. Okay. Sure. I pay my taxes. I think that's a good one, Ryan. That's a good one. And you know, I don't know that I would consider that to be a small thing. Like that's a big hurdle to get over. Well, I mean, I feel like it's a good medium sized thing as much as yours is. Yeah, like, I mean, to, mine is like just don't press that button. To be you honest, know? like what? it's not hard. But yeah, but like if you want to use a heavy attack. I'm the only one I know who uses the inverted controls, so I don't know how many people are out there who use them. But there are dozens of you. Yeah, there there yeah, are. At least, I was gonna say at least ten. Dozens. <laughs> 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 yeah, I hate it. So yeah. Yeah. Um. If any any listeners want to hit up hit us up on like Discord or Instagram or on our YouTube page and let us know what uh, your favorite open world action adventure games have been, or if you disagree with any of our opinions, except for Tom's, uh, then let us know. And yeah. bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>